TCU, maybe you know their overall record is 37 and 22, not eye popping, but they just had a, a really good weekend winning the Big 12 turn. And maybe as I look at it, maybe that's about right because TCU finished uh, tie for fourth in the Big 12 during the regular season, got hot, you know, won the Big 12 tournament. So maybe that is about right. Um, the other Big 12 school is Texas Tech. They are headed to Gainesville, Florida, the regional hosted by the number two national seed, Florida Gators. And Tech will play UConn at 11 a.m. on Friday morning, their opening game, Florida and Florida A&M. The Gators and the Rattlers are the other two teams there in the uh, Gainesville Regional. So that's where the Big 12 schools that are in the NCAA baseball tournament are headed. Oklahoma State, the only one of the six that is hosting. So it is a, uh, I would say it's a tough road for all of those teams. Um, All of them, let's see, no, I can't say that. In, In the respective regionals, TCU is a two, Texas is a two, West Virginia is a two, Oklahoma State a one, Tech and Oklahoma are three seeds in their respective regionals. So tough uh, tough hill to climb for those teams, but they're in, C- in the NCAA tournament and uh, wish them nothing but the best. Uh, softball is to the uh, past the super regional round. Texas bowed out, losing two straight to Tennessee over the weekend. Uh, Oklahoma State won their regional. Uh, so Oklahoma State is back in the Women's College World Series. And Oklahoma is back. Uh, Aaron, do you see how they uh, won that game, uh, game two of their series, uh, to qualify, keep the win streak alive, and get back to the Women's College World Series? Pretty incredible. It they just, was, They just it? don't lose. I, mean, I know, I know. You know, except for the game to Baylor. But, yeah, I've, <laughs> down 7-3, to three, yep. down to their last strike, and get the, get the three-run home run to tie it up. Yep. And then – win it in extra innings to break Arizona's all-time consecutive win streak and make it back, obviously, to the uh, softball World Series and defend their title looking for a three-peat. That's pretty wild. I mean, I I was like – I was listening to part of it and then watched part of it, and uh, I thought, all right, here's here's where the streak comes to an end right here. And then I thought, you know, it's not that big a deal, really. It ties the the Super Regional Series 1-1. Then they'll come back out and have a chance to to win and advance uh, in Game 3. But it would end their their winning streak. And then, lo and behold, they took off, like you said, and won it in extra innings. (laughs) They just, you know, they just find a way to win, even in those tight games. And I thought this also, I thought a game like that maybe helps Oklahoma because they've blown out so many schools maybe being pushed, you know, maybe being tested and having to win, come from behind and win in extra innings, maybe that helps them. Absolutely. You've got to be kind of tested every once in a while. Right, right. Just to, Even just to stay sharp and not that they were resting on their laurels or getting sloppy or anything, but you do need those close games occasionally just to remind the team that although they're Almost unbeatable, they are not unbeatable. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. No, that's exactly right. They're almost there. (laughs) But uh, by the numbers now, 48 consecutive wins for Oklahoma. That is a new NCAA record. They are 56-1 and on the season. And with a head of steam headed into the Women's College World Series and the only loss again 
on that ledger to Baylor February 19th here in Waco. So uh, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in the Women's College World Series. All right, we're off and running on this Tuesday. We appreciate you being with us. Jerry Hill will join us in a a bit. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, I checked with Jerry a few minutes ago, and I said, 325, you good? And he said, man, I've been doing so much homework. uh, I may need to come earlier because he's got so much information to share with with us. So don't be surprised if Jerry is here here when we come back for the next segment because uh, he is just uh, flowing, overflowing with information to share with all of us. We look forward to that. Jerry Hill coming up in a bit. We'll take a break and be right back. John Morris Show from the Alan Samuels Studios, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. People are like, why is Mosley driving something different? I just like kind of trying things out. Now, Aaron, have you ever seen the Hellcat, the Dodge Hellcat? I have. I mean, a pretty aggressive vehicle. Mm-hmm. All right, you can hit that sport mode. Woo, woo. I mean, you jump out of there. Now, I'm just in the Hemi. I'm in the V8. The Hemi, we like to call it, those of us in the car business. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco, and these deals couldn't be any hotter. Shop the greatest selection of brand-new inventory in Central Texas and now get 10% off MSRP on 2023 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Stars and Laramies. That's right, or 2.9% for 72 months. The choice is yours. Shop our huge selection of new inventory today or browse online. Hurry in to the Memorial Day sales event going on now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Offer ends May 31st. Like most of us, Ronnie Weethorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my own mechanic. That didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask dad. And dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say the foundation doctor. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Happy Father's Day. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. 
Being stuck on the side of the road is stressful, no matter what time it is. Toe King of Waco is available for your assistance 24-7 to reduce that stress and keep you safe. Their friendly and professional staff provides heavy and light towing, equipment transportation, unlock service, and roadside assistance. And they're fully certified and licensed. Locally owned and operated, and here when you need them, Toe King of Waco. Call 254-666-5484. And remember, slow down or move over. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns, hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Back with us, John Morris Show. On a Tuesday, we are glad you are with us this afternoon. Whatever you might be doing, slipping into that uh, summer mode means a different schedule for some people, but we appreciate you being with us whenever and however you can listen. We're brought to you in part by by uh, the Pioneer Boys, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, that great new location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6, Huge new location, much more room to serve you better. The showroom is so much bigger. They just have more space now, and it works in your benefit. It's a great new showroom, new location, but the best thing is it's the same customer service and expertise you have come to expect dating back, serving Central Texas since 1943. That's what you get at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Central Texas' largest uh, steel contractor. Check them out. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the new location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. Anytime on the web at pioneerboys.com. All right, uh, Jerry Hill will join us uh, coming up next segment. Uh, In fact, maybe in here any minute now, so uh, we'll get to Jerry when he comes. Aaron, I did something, not yesterday, Sunday, that I really hadn't done the last few years. Uh, I grew up, and my dad was really a big fan of uh, IndyCar racing. And, uh, you know, growing up in Kentucky, we were within driving distance of Indianapolis. I went to the Indy 500 twice when I was growing up. Um, But then it seems like in in the last few years, I think, think it's just kind of slipped up on me and I haven't uh, you know it wasn't real appointment I mean even though it's Memorial Day weekend I know that every year but I really hadn't tuned in and watched any of it but this uh, this year uh, we were home after church and I just kind of camped out and watched almost the whole race in the broadcast on NBC on on Sunday oh I'll tell you what got me going was I went to pick up lunch for Terry and I and I was listening to it uh, on the radio, and uh, that was a really good production. I mean, that is, uh, you know, it's it's a huge, you know, a huge oval. It's a two-and-a-half-mile oval around, and they've got reporters at each of the turns and then several, you know, on the main straightaway and the finish start-finish line. Um, so I was really listening to it, kind of geeking out about, you know, how they cover the Indy 500 on radio uh, and then when I got home after lunch, I started watching it on NBC and, and watched the entire thing and really enjoyed it. It was fun. I don't know if you 
did you tune into any of that at all uh, on Sunday? No, I just I, I've never been a big fan of the of open wheel racing. I hear you. I watch yeah. NASCAR sometimes. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan, but I will watch it occasionally. I do have a favorite driver, but um, I watched open wheel when I was very young before NASCAR kind of blew up, and then after that, I pretty much just watched NASCAR. Yeah, I got you. Uh, well, I really enjoyed it. It was fun, and uh, it got crazy at the end. They had uh, a couple of red flags right at the end of the race, one with two laps to go, and red flag is everybody into the pit, and then when you come back out, um, you know, you got to come back out in order that you went in. So uh, they go back out, they have one lap around under yellow, and then they drop the green flag with one lap to go. And, uh, and it was decided, obviously, in that last lap, the guy who was in first, you don't want to be in first at that point. You'd rather be in second so you can shoot around the person that's in front of you, and that's exactly what happened. So um, I, I thought it was really fun. Uh, what a huge, huge um, – spectacle it is but just the the grounds there at the indy 500 really really cool i remember uh the two years that i went once we sat in the pits uh inside you know inside the track inside the oval and that was really cool because you could see the cars uh really well when they came in for pit stops so fun to see there indy 500 uh, completed over the weekend all right, let's take a break. Back with more in a moment. Jerry Hill will join us when we come back. As promised, John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. Hey, just a couple of more days today and tomorrow for that store-wide 60% off clearance sale only at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost will cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Chance Wilcox lived his life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. Find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or ChevyofWest.com. During their Spring Into Adventure sales event, make no payments for 90 days and save big on their Texas size selection. And if you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, now is the best time this year to save big. Chevy of West proudly supports and cheers the West High School baseball team in their playoff venture. Chevy of West, off I-35 in West, or online at ChevyofWest.com. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. Uh Back with us, uh, great intro. Jerry Hill joins us now, and Jerry and I are face-to-face, Aaron, so uh, I get to see. He didn't actually get up and boogie when he heard that music, but he started was, moving around moving. a little bit. Yeah. He was moving there and were, grooving. There were parts he wasn't that the only were one. <laughs> Parts. It's called my dancing in the chair. That's what, <laughs> that's what I do best, I think. That's pretty good. All right, welcome in uh, our good friend, and we hope yours, Jerry Hill. From Baylor Athletics, Baylor Athletic Communications, uh, we like to refer to you as the Baylor Insider. How's that? Let's let's go with that. Give That's us some, good enough. Give us some good insight here on yeah. the next to last day of May. Let's start with, uh, I mentioned this, Baylor football. Yeah. Uh, this is a date that folks may not, you know, realize uh, is a significant date for Baylor yeah. football, but it really is. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, we had so many come in in the spring, John, you forget that there were – a bunch of signees that, you know, weren't making it into the summer because it just seems like more and more now, even the high school signees, they're skipping that last semester yeah. 
graduating early and getting in in the spring. But, uh, yeah, I had 13 more uh, additions uh, this week and, and still waiting on three or four more, I think. Uh, but, yeah, a good group came in. Um, I, I wanted to touch on a few of the walk-ons just because – there's not a lot of information out there about hmm, them, yeah. so I thought this would be cool to do this. Jacob Redding is a safety out of New Braunfels, pretty good size, uh, unanimous first-team all-district. So he's he's coming as they called him PWO, preferred walk-on. So he's he's one of those. Dylan Schaub, he's a long slap long snapper from New Waverly, and he's the son of the head coach there, Dean Schaub. Hmm. Um, and if you remember, John, there was only one deep snapper in, in the spring. Right. I mean, Gar- uh, Garrison Grimes was yeah. it, yeah. you know. Um, so, you know, this gives them a, a little competition, but, a, a, you know, a guy to kind of develop and stuff. But, uh, you know, good good roots there, um, son of the head coach. So, and, and then another one with some pretty good roots, Trey Lawrence, um, third-generation Baylor Bear, linebacker out of San Antonio Reagan, um, third generation, like I said, his dad, Donnie Lawrence Jr., uh, was a linebacker here in the 1990s, and his granddad, Donnie Lawrence Sr., lettered in the early 60s. That's so cool. Third generation guy, and I think he's excited about about being here. And then the fourth one is Cade Tessier, uh, quarterback out of Montgomery Lake Creek High School, 6'4", 210. Um, again, they don't have a ton of depth there at quarterback, but – you know, another another good addition to that room, I think, uh, with the, with the ones uh, that went through the spring, uh, had nearly 3,000 yards total offense last year, 32 touchdowns. So those were the walk-ons that came in, and then uh, uh, several, like I said, several of the signees are also in now. Brendan Bett, defensive tackle out of Clean Ellison, DJ Coleman, safety out of Mesquite Horn, DK Kalu from Missouri City Ridgepoint, a defensive lineman, Dawson Pendergrass, a running back from Alba, Texas. Alba. You know Alba, Texas, I right? I know the name. And do you, do you – I know you know at least one person from there. <laughs> it's probably the only one. Yes, the who only do, one. Who do you know from Alba, Texas? From Alba, Texas. All right, tell me if I get this right. Uh, was that Gavi Lewis? That may be. Or uh, is it Carol it's, Dawson? It's Carol Dawson, Carol I Dawson, thought. yeah. But the other one <laughs> yeah. that went to Alba Golden High School, this guy was actually from Mineola High School. Okay. But Alba Golden High School was the alma mater. Uh, one of their alma maters is is uh, Mickey Humphrey. Oh, really? The no, late, I did not the late know Mickey that. Humphrey. But yeah, yeah, Mickey was from Alba, so that that kind of struck me when I when I saw that. That's great. Uh, Zaya Robinson, an offensive lineman out of Arlington Lamar. Trent Thomas, a defensive end out of Missouri City Marshall. Lavar Thornton Jr., a cornerback out of Fort Worth Timber Creek. Good size. I think he was six three. Uh, Tayshawn Wilson, another cornerback, Cypress Mady Creek, and Jaron Woods, a defensive lineman from LaGrange. A lot of defensive guys coming in. And then the ones that they're still waiting on are Johnny Carter, uh, cornerback, and Byron Vaughns, a defensive end linebacker, both Utah State transfers, and Sean Tompkins. An offensive lineman, six four three thirty, out of Covington, Georgia. So those are that's the football additions, John. That was there the football go. portion of our little segment here. Great preparation. Yeah. Uh, you spend a lot of time on that. And isn't it funny? I mean, it's May thirtieth, yeah. and these are the last guys last to get guys. here, right? Yeah. I mean, it used to be it was August when camp started, right. and then the guys came in. We get to see them for the first time. But now you're really, yeah. I mean, it's not mandatory, but yeah. you're missing out if you're not here all summer. Well, and, John, you, I know you would remember, but I remember how big a deal move-in day yeah. was yeah, that's for right. football guys. Right. You right. know, I mean, they were coming in early. They were, you know, starting camp 
first week of August or whatever, and it was a big deal that first move-in day for those football guys. Yeah. And now that's kind of a thing of the past. Right. This was a little bit of that move-in yeah. day, you know, this weekend. So, uh, yeah, it's, it is funny. I mean, all those guys are here. They'll be here all summer, yeah. and, and certainly they'll be more ready in, in August. That's cool. Good list. Thank yeah. you very much for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, one question, one of the signees, Kalu, mm-hmm. is his dad, am I right, is his dad Indy Kalu? You know, John, when I was doing all my research, I did not – I did not look for that one, okay. so it may be, though. Okay. That may be. I think that's right. I'm not 100% okay. sure, so pretty good bloodlines there as all well. Right. So, all right, very good. All right, uh, men's golf. Men's uh, golf. They wrapped up their season over the weekend. They yep. were in uh, Greyhawk. Yep. Uh, Aaron's new new nickname, just refer to yes, him as Greyhawk. Greyhawk. He likes that. I like the mask and, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> He's probably wearing a mask yeah, right now. absolutely. But uh, not not the best of uh, three rounds for Baylor men's golf. Yeah, did not do well there. Um, you know, made it to NCAA championships, which that was a big deal. Um, but, yeah, just didn't, didn't play well all week, really. Um, you know, fin- there were 30 teams that made it, and that was that was where they were. They Baylor were finished 30th, place. yeah. Uh, but one thing I did check in my all my research time, <laughs> uh, the Baylor men and women both uh-huh. made it to the NCAA championships, uh-huh. and there were only 12 other teams oh, that did that. So very good. Baylor in kind of an elite company there of teams that or schools that sent both teams there. Mm-hmm. So that was that was kind of a positive out of that. And uh, uh, Wake Forest defeated USC in the women's final. And then uh, we've got semifinals going on for the men right now. Uh, but it's it almost wound up being all ACC. Really? Yeah, Florida defeated Virginia. Otherwise, it would have been an all ACC semifinal. Gosh. Because North Carolina defeated Arizona State. Florida State defeated Illinois and Georgia Tech defeated Pepperdine. And they're, so those four semifinalists are playing right now. And then the championship will be tomorrow. And uh, Johnny Kiefer, Johnny Kiefer. Uh, was a real bright spot for Baylor. Absolutely. He he shot 68 in the third round, and it took that to, you know, kind of uh, work his way up the ladder a little bit and uh, and get into that final round just, just to be able to play another day. Uh, and didn't, didn't play a great round yesterday. I think he shot 74 yesterday, uh, but finished tied for 52nd. Um, and, yeah, great year for him mm-hmm. and, and good to see him, you know, Finish strong there with that 68 on, on Sunday. What are we saying? First individual to advance yeah. since 09, is I that right? I believe it was 09. Yeah. Uh, Palladino? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Cody I think Palladino? That's right. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. So first since 09 to advance as an individual. Right. I remember, um, and I can't remember the girl's name, but they had an individual that was just, I can't remember if it was – I think she might have been the only one there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know that the team oh, made okay. it. Laura Lenardi. Okay. That's who did. And she actually made it to that fourth round uh, you know, on the women's side. Yeah. And the only reason I knew that is because they were – they happened to be in Oregon that year. Mm. And I was up there for the softball oh, yeah, regional yeah. at right. Oregon, having my father-son time with Jonathan. Um, so, I was over at the softball regional, but I was able to go over there each day and kind of follow her a little bit too. So, yeah. that was kind of cool. Nice. Very yeah. good. All right. Track and field. Yeah. Uh, the NCAA West prelims wrapped up over the weekend. Yeah. Baylor comes out of uh, the weekend uh, with 14 qualifiers for the NCAAs. Uh, that's a really really good number yeah i thought it was a great weekend john because you, you didn't you weren't really sure because their their entries to the prelims was a little bit down um but i thought they had a great group come out of this and i think it's a group that 
several of these will will have a chance to do something at the at the NCAA championships, uh, which start uh, a little over a week yeah. um, down in Austin at UT. So uh, yeah, I think uh, on the women's side, um, you had uh, Anna Costarellis in the 10,000 meter. She was second in the in the prelims, and actually that was the second best mark overall in the, between the two regions. The women's 4x100 relay also made it. Coy Johnson in the triple jump. Gansi Meraki in the 400 hurdles. Mariah Ayers in the 200 meters. And the 4x4 four, four relay made it too. So they had both of their relays make it on the women's side. Right. So good group there. Um, like I said, I think there's there's some of those that, that will have a chance to do well. 4x100 uh, relay was also the third best mark uh, in the nation in the prelims anyway. And then uh, – their their four by four relay was sixth um, sixth overall. East had a lot of win. It mm-hmm. was uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, mm. and they just had a very so some of their runs like the four by four hundred and the four hundred. Those were you know running partly sure. into the win. Yeah. So their times like um, their best time in the four by four on the men's side was three oh four. Oh wow. And you know that would have barely qualified. Um, on the west side so um, but uh, switching over to the men's side um, obviously Zaza made it in the javelin one of the best marks in the nation Uh, I I think a little bit of a surprise here was Ben Conacher in the pole vault Um, I think I believe that was his career high 17 eight and a half and and he was one of 17 vaulters between the two prelims that that cleared that height so I'm not sure what he'll do on the national level, but just to get there, that was a big deal for him. Uh, Nathaniel Ezekiel in the 400 hurdles uh, ran a 49.04, third best in the the nation. Matthew Moore in the 400 meters uh, and Hassani Barr in the 400 meters. Both those guys made it. Dylan Bedell was 13th in the 400 meters. So almost wound up with three guys, which that's what happened in the indoor nationals. Had three individuals make it to the 400 meter uh, in the, I guess it would have been the semifinals there. And then uh, Camden Jackson uh, and Damar Francis made it in the 200. And I believe that um, young Colin Pirtle said that Baylor and I believe Florida were the only ones to have multiple guys in both the 200 and 400. Mm. So we had two each in those. And then the 4 by 400 relay also made it in uh, 302.20, best in, best in the nation. Like I said, the East had that win, and Georgia was their best uh, on that side at 304.71. So Baylor had the best time mm-hmm. in the prelims. Their 4 by one relay did not make it. And at, as we talked about earlier, the women's 4 by one relay almost didn't make it. They had a review because they were real close to passing the baton out of the zone between the second and the third leg. Wow. Literally her her leg is up in the air, you know, crossing the line, but she got the baton before she took that next step. So they, she was cleared and, and, uh, Baylor, you know, made it through their third best time. So, uh, and that was a program record 43, 21. Uh, that's another one I should mention. The women had three program records there in the West prelims because, uh, Costarellis ran a 32, 10, 96 in the 10,000 meters. Like I said, second best, in the nation, and um, that is a program record. I think she broke her own program record. And then one one that Colin uh, found out later, uh, Mariah Ayers um, actually set the program record in the 200 meters, 22.45. Really? I think the previous was like 22.48. 
Um, and, and, and again, she had one of the best times in the nation because I think the 200 meters might have had a little bit of running into the wind that I was talking about out in Jacksonville, Florida. So those times were a little slower there. But, yeah, Mariah Ayers set the 200-meter uh, record. So a lot of good marks and good times there uh, in uh, Sacramento, California. And that, Mariah, uh, qualified in three events, really. Yeah. The yeah, 200 and then both, both relays. relays. Yeah. yeah. So she she had a wonderful meet, and I believe it was in the four by 100. So she ran, I believe it was the anchor leg, and she, she really – well, really, in both, she had great legs or great splits on both of hers in the relay. So, yeah, she had a wonderful meet, and like you said, she'll be there in three events. Is the uh, the men's 4x4 four four time, you said 302, what, 20? 302.40? Yeah, but they've had better. That's I mean, what I was going to say. They've had like three flats. Yeah. I believe they set the program record earlier. And, oh, and Mariah also has now the indoor and outdoor wow. 200. So, um, I think the men um, – it was just the best time this week. Best time this week. Gotcha. And that's that's where you kind of get into, you know, are they, are they the best? Because, um, you know, some of those teams have run better times, in, you know, earlier in the season. Um, so, you know, it'll be a challenge at, at nationals. But this is the deepest, I think, at least in a while, that the men have been, um, you know, where you have – guys that you can bring as alternates that you know could really I mean it it does it, you're not going to have a big drop off if you have to put one of those guys in and that may happen in in the women's relays as well just because you know do you want Mariah running potentially six races yeah so they might you know try to uh you know maybe make it through um uh the semifinals to the final with you know an alternate in one of them at least so one of them that they would feel good about. I don't think they would replace her in the four by one just because that's that's such a tough thing to right. do. You know. Right. Explain to our listeners, uh in your track and field knowledge yes. why Baylor is built better to mm-hmm. do better yeah. to to finish higher yeah. in the NCAA meet really than they are in the Big Twelve meet. And that's been a thing probably I certainly started with Coach Hart. I think they were built for nationals, um, you know, because it's so hard to compete on the conference level, and particularly as you got into the Big 12, because, you know, like Texas, they can load up in in a lot of events with the depth that they have. Yeah, Baylor with the scholarship limitations, and then, you know, Texas can bring some, you know, not necessarily walk-ons, but limited scholarship and and not cost them as much. So, you know, your Texas and most of your state schools will have, you know, better depth in a lot of those events. And then you have some teams like Oklahoma State, Iowa State, that might load up in the distance events and can score just a ton of points in those. But, uh, yeah, Baylor's is spread out a little bit more, but they have some that, you know, will compete on that national level. They – you know, and and certainly they will. Do, those elite ones will do be, will do well at the conference level too. It's just you don't have the numbers to compete. You know, against a Texas or Oklahoma State. Texas Tech is really really strong team as well. So those are those are tough to compete against, and, and that's what makes you know the women won that indoor championship. I guess yeah. it was back in seventeen. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Um, yeah, when Annie won the pole right, vault and right. stuff. So and that was an indoor. And that's a little bit more doable just because there's fewer events um and so i i think that was part of the reason why they were able to win that is because there are fewer events indoors yeah. um you know, more events that you have outdoors and 
And, again, outdoors it's tough because now you have more events. Yeah. And so the other teams are just going to load up. Yeah. And so it, it's just really to com- hard to compete on the conference level. But, yeah, I mean, with what the group that they brought there, I mean, particularly the men, I think they'll have a chance to finish, uh, you know, top 15 or so nationally, maybe higher, depending on how some of these do. Because I think you'll have, you know, I, I think there will be – you know, two or three individuals that will do really well. And then I think the 4 by 4 relay has a chance to be a national champion. Nice. Very good. Went very well explained. Thank you. Aaron, we talked about this. Let our listeners know. Uh, Jerry is our guest on our most recent Sikkim podcast. So uh, if you're a podcast fan, tune in, subscribe, and hear Jerry Hill with Katie and I. And yeah. that was very fun. That was good. Yeah, good that was conversation. That was, it was more than I thought it was going to be. I thought we were just going <laughs> to touch on some highlights. Oh, you never and know. Stuff, and we wound up getting into a little, uh, you know, more uh, stuff about Jerry Hill. You yeah, know, which as it of, should one be. Of my, one of my favorite subjects. <laughs> as it should be. John, That's perfect. Real quick, um, as I said, we, we are getting limited on Baylor events. But right. I did want to bring up a couple of things that are coming up. The uh, Baylor night at yep. the Texas Rangers game yep. this Friday. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, track is actually throwing out the first pitch. Dylan Bedell oh, really? from okay. the 4x4 four four, uh, relay and barely missed it in the 400. He will be throwing out the first pitch, but track will be honored. You going to be there? I, I am. In Arlington? I'm yeah. going up. I'm yeah. going too. Um, and then um, next Wednesday, I believe that is the 7th, mm-hmm. um, they, they will have a welcome back BG game mm, up in, in Arlington yeah. when the Dallas Wings play – Phoenix Mercury, and it's weird because they're playing them twice in a two in a three day stretch, huh. Wednesday and Friday. Yeah. But the Wednesday game will be the welcome back BG game. I know Nikki Collin will be up there. There'll be several representatives from Baylor, so that'll be a cool thing to welcome Brittany Griner back, uh, you know, into the states, playing back in the WNBA again. So that's that, that'll be a neat event next Wednesday. That's pretty cool. Where do they play? They play in Arlington? College Park Center. I believe it's on UTA's campus, okay. I think. Okay. And I have never been to that yep. arena, so I, you know, I'm going to try to make it. The problem is that's the first day of NCAA track, right, too. Right. So I don't know exactly how I'm going to work that, but I'd like to get up there to, to see uh, BG and to – and to see that new that arena because apparently it's pretty good. I mean it's a it's a more intimate right you know arena and stuff. But I, I think it'll it's it it's a cool place for the wings to play. Nice, very good. Yeah. Thanks for mentioning those. That's it. Jerry Hill with us. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Wrap things up. John Morris Show brought to you in part by. By Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown. That is Alliance Bank Central Texas. Take a break and be right back. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct you're listening to espn central texas live from the allen samuel studios After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Stop waiting for carnival season to come around to get a funnel cake or cotton candy. All-American Eats and Treats, your Central Texas food truck with hand-dipped corn dogs, fresh cotton candy, funnel cakes, fried Oreos, and more. For fairs, festivals, company picnics, or just a parking lot in your town, let All-American Eats and Treats be a part of your next event. Call 254-722-1687 and get your carnival treats today. That's 254-722-1687 or check them out on Facebook at all American Eats and Treats. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. The name of that song is uh, Sun Goddess, and uh, we've lost our sun for a little bit here. Aaron, uh, as you know, we're connected, I'm connected from our offices here at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center on the Baylor campus, and it is absolutely pouring rain down here. Is it raining there at the studios? No, and the sun just came out. (laughs) It's partly to mostly cloudy, but the clouds just kind of rolled past the sun and it peaked out 
probably only for a couple of minutes, but um, no, no rain over here yet. That's wild. You know, I told you when we connected, I said, man, there's some clouds here. It looks like it might rain. And then right after that, I mean, it just opened up. It is pouring. There's thunder. I mean, I can hear thunder down here. So uh, definitely scattered showers. But uh, here down on the Baylor campus, it is absolutely pouring. All right, uh, Mr. Matt Mosley is coming up next. What do you guys have planned today between 4 and 6? We will talk in the 4 o'clock hour with Travis Brown from the Ryan College Station Eagle. He'll talk about Texas A&M baseball and the NCAA regionals and the SEC meetings that are happening this week. The SEC trying to figure out uh, scheduling for football with the new members coming in in 2024. They are trying to decide on whether they want an eight-game conference schedule or a nine-game conference schedule. I think the uh, nine-game conference schedule – I'll have to look again, but one of them they would have one rotating one one permanent opponent, and on the other they would have they would have three. Let me see which one is which. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the eight conference game schedule would feature one permanent opponent, seven rotating. The nine would feature three permanent opponents and six rotating. Mm-hmm. I believe, even though coaches don't want to do it because it makes their schedule tougher, I think they'll eventually settle on the second one because you got teams that just have to have yearly football games with more than one school. Right. Like Alabama can't just have Auburn and then rotate everyone else. Right. It's just <laughs> not good for the conference. But we'll see how that ends up. But we'll talk with Travis Brown about that coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. And then in the 5 o'clock hour, we will talk with uh, someone you are very, very familiar with. Uh-huh. One of your coworkers, Javon Overshone. Oh, very deputy nice. The athletic director for Baylor University. Now the chief revenue officer also. And we will talk with her about that and about the state of finances in college football and college athletics in general. Oh, gosh. Don't keep her long. She's very busy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that, that's not up to me. And You're right. Well, we know how it's going to go. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. All right. Very good. So all that coming up with Matt Mosley and Aaron from 4 to 6. Keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Um, let's look at some birthdays today. And I got to tell you, this is a big birthday day. Aaron, uh, let's start with Glenn Moore's birthday today. Happy birthday to Coach Moore, record-setting, very successful uh, softball coach here at Baylor. Happy birthday to Coach Moore. And then his twin, and I don't know that they were born the same year, but their birth date is the same day, and that is Ryan McGuire, Baylor's volleyball coach. So both of them, uh, their birthday is today, May 30th. So happy birthday to – both Coach Moore and Coach Ryan McGuire. Uh, happy birthday to both those guys. Uh, let me look here. Still scanning. Um, oh, gosh. I can't find what I'm looking for. Aaron, um, let's do this. Let's go to your birthday list, and then we'll come back here. Hopefully I can find something by then. Okay. Okay. We will start with former UFC light heavyweight champion, Lyoto Machida. He turns 44. Former Red Sox great, Manny Ramirez. Probably a future Hall of Famer, but just don't know. He is 50. 
Billy Donovan, two-time national champion head coach at Florida, is 58. Director Antoine Fuqua, who directed Training Day, the Equalizer movies, Olympus Has Fallen, and many, many other big blockbuster movies, is also 58. Rage Against the Machine and Audio Slave guitarist Tom Morello is 59. And Jake the Snake Roberts is 67. <laughs> All right, very good. Good list. All right, back to uh, back to my list here. And, uh, yeah, I had to go searching, actually. So mention Glenn Moore and Ryan McGuire, both born on this date, May 30th. Uh, it is Eddie Lackey's birthday today. Eddie, former Baylor linebacker. Happy birthday to him. Brian George, uh, previously with us. Uh, Baylor uh, IMG, Learfield, now back with the Houston Texans. Happy birthday to Brian George. And Dustin Drew, down the hall. It's Dustin's birthday today, so happy birthday to him. So there you go. There is the birthday list, a big list today that only gets bigger tomorrow. My daughter uh, Megan's birthday is tomorrow, so that'll be uh, the highlight of our hour together tomorrow will be Megan Beard's birthday. Nice. Fair enough? Absolutely. All right. Very good. All right, Aaron, thank you very much. She is, are we? <laughs> Thanks for making things work. <laughs> Thanks to Jerry Hill, who was on with us. We appreciate Jerry and his insight and knowledge sharing with us. Now we invite you to stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is coming up next. Should I get involved now and, and uh, maybe add a little something? Matt.